Episode 54, and boy, was it good. Ugh. So our guest is Golden Shine. It's actually, the full name is Golden Sunshine. And, and it's real. I've never met a person that lives up to their name like that. She One, is Golden Sunshine. She is Golden Sunshine, and so is this episode. And she is Emmy-nominated this year. She's a makeup artist. So she's, yeah, makeup artist for literally Everyone. I, everyone from Kevin Hart to Beyonce, Chris Rock. She works on the Eric Andre show. And she's unbelievable to talk to. Yeah. She's like works with like not only all of the people, but the all of the cool people. And, and she's nominated for this year's she's Emmys. She's nominated for this year's Emmys. She's the when I met her working on the Eric Andre show, she stole my heart. Like honestly, like we, I would just go into her like uh, wardrobe or the makeup room, her makeup room, yeah. the dressing room, yeah, yeah, dressing room, <laughs> and we would just talk and like she is. I don't. I mean, I'm literally speechless because she's just just such a warm, lovely, special person. Let's share the joy that is golden sunshine with everyone now. Episode number fifty four. We don't bang starts now. <laughs> We're rolling. We're rolling. We're on. Okay. Today's very special. Why, Megan? <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Ryan. Today we have one of my all-time favorite people. We have Golden. Is it Golden Shine? Yes. That's not real. That's. I was conceived on an acid trip. Megan. You were conceived on an acid trip. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm a total. The last of the seventies. I'm the last part of the seventies, and. You were born in the seventies. Yeah, I was born in the seventies, and I. Um, my mom. Um, was a very uh, free, open woman. This is th- this all makes sense. I already love this podcast, <laughs> by the way. Right, so you were conceived on an acid trip. Okay, so mm-hmm. wait. So Golden. Okay, so I met Golden is a makeup artist to professional makeup artist to literally everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like it's everybody. Thankfully, it's been. Uh, I've had a great handful of people in my chair. You gotta, you gotta love having Beyonce on the resume. Beyonce's on the resume. Oh, lemonade oh. too. Who doesn't love lemonade? I'm lemonade. I feel lemonade. like I got my doctorate doing lemonade. I feel like I can go perform any type of makeup surgery in the world <laughs> um, because of the long hours put into lemonade. Re- the whole lemonade? The whole lemonade. They were like 18-hour days. It was really So you intense. did... Lemonade was that that whole album? Or? It was like an album, yeah. but it was a video, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it came out. And it was for, that it was secret one. Deal. Yeah, it was, it was... We had to turn our phones in at the parking lot. We couldn't bring our phones in to the anywhere that we were filming and we had to sign a release every single day that we were picking up our phones it was super I mean it's Beyonce yeah and it was a lot was filmed in, in parking lots in Burbank um for formation um so it was like people there was a Vons next to uh, one of the dance scenes and like people are buying groceries and it's all gated with tarps up and so people, people are on aisle know. four having no idea that Beyonce is right there. Yeah, that's it was awesome. so. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really cool. Does any so the whole I can imagine like Beyonce. Also, we're here to talk about <laughs> you, but uh, let's spend the first hour talking about Beyonce. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to know Beyonce. Um, <laughs> but like, I does she ever go anywhere? Like, I can imagine. I feel like she's got to spend her entire life like in a bubble and like have people like. It was really intense. What was so interesting to me is I'm 
around so many different types of high profile people. Yeah. Um, but after, um, if there was a cut, Beyonce would get into a, a, a black unmarked car and the car would drive her to her trailer and pull up right next, butt up right next to her trailer door. And then she would walk into her trailer. So there was no really room to, for anybody to. And it's because of that. Yeah. To make eye contact with her or say hi to her. One of my best friends, Don, like, Dominic went to eat at um oh god what's it called son of a gun uh-huh. okay oh, yeah. and that place I is love great it's, so good it's great and the, you know how the tables it's so small the tables yeah. are so close together so Dom went in the night that Beyonce and Jay Z were there and they were sitting literally right next to him and he said he got so nervous he's super he's a super fan he got so nervous he just got wasted <laughs> and, like, and then just like kept staring at her and I got a really weird shaky blurry video <laughs> from like Dom's point of view and he's like I'm literally sitting across from Beyonce and I'm like I can't believe she's I mean it's LA and celebrities everywhere and everyone's right. living their lives it's a different level Beyonce yeah, and Jay-Z exactly. is like different. the top of the yeah heap. but it's, I was shocked I mean especially it, for such an intimate little place yeah yeah well, you still gotta live your life you I know still but gotta god live. it's gotta be hard it's gotta be hard because I mean she's she I we haven't had I don't think since Michael Jackson somebody that like it's a, she's a household name she's There's, an icon she, everywhere yeah. all over the world the Coachella documentary that uh, she put out I have you seen this, did, Megan? I saw it. Did it's you, unbelievable. Did you do that? I did not do no. that. That was where we parted ways. After Lemonade, we parted ways. And Did you have a falling out? No, we did not okay. have a falling out. I really out. wanted no. some Beyonce drama. You and Bay are cool. We're, we're totally cool. And she's very sweet, genuine, very, very loving, angelic. I would say she's very angelic. Do you have strange. her phone number in your phone? I do not have her phone number in oh, my phone. Oh, God. I was going to be like, let's yeah, we were going to get her, her on the podcast right Let, now. <laughs> let's, text, <laughs> let's text her up. That's yeah. huge. So is it just, oh, God, I feel like we got to back up. We got. We, no, I love this. No, So if she's in your chair, do you get nervous? You, you, you do get nervous because it's... You, I didn't even know the magnitude of the project, you know, because it was things weren't talked about. Right. It's all the less you knew, the better the things were for her. So I didn't know like the magnitude, especially with formation. I didn't know like how much I was going to be celebrating blackness through makeup, through being a woman, through this whole emergence of a new side of her career i was never a fan of her until working for her yeah so i i always was like put a ring on it like, same <laughs> same same that video was great same. though come on they, oh i love oh. the video the video that's when kanye went up and said hey i'll let you finish but uh that's single lady is the best lady. video of oh, all time single lady. i mean that was it was a big oh, hit God. it was a big hit but i was just i was just not your thing at the time yeah i I like music that has uh, it's saying something. It has a, a social impact on so things. So all my single ladies put a ring on it. Yeah, it did wasn't not resonate to, to me. Yeah. So um, when to hear formation, I was like, "Whoa, this yeah. is this is amazing." Especially like Blue was there on set, and Blue like had her hands in her pocket, and she she's so Jay Z. She's just like shaking <laughs> her head at her mom, and it was so cool. Blue to is see. their daughter. Yeah, Blue is their daughter. So it was cool to see like how she explains the beauty of Blue in formation into yeah. actually 
physically see Blue. I want her to win in the kid off of all the celebrity kids. I want her to win and be the most successful. And yeah, we're rooting for Blue. We're rooting is she for the, is, Blue. is Blue their only child? No, they just had twins. Twins. Oh, that's right. That's right. And that's yeah. what's amazing about the Coachella thing because she was supposed to play Coachella like two years ago and then yeah. got pregnant, wasn't able to. And the way she was able to have twins and then come back and put on what I think is the greatest festival performance of all time. Right. And look smoking look hot. Smoking. She busts her ass though. Like her She's work ethic fucking is hot. Yeah, her work ethic is what has made me a fan of her and really appreciate her because she was very non nonsense. Everything was very structured. She watched every take. She would stop and go to camera and um, her creativity would come through and she would change things and that was really cool. She was very hands-on, very serious. Very like, hands-on. Yeah. Yeah. And very real, just a, a real How woman. is she like mothering? So remember when I made the joke about how we're going to talk about Beyonce the whole time? And we're, <laughs> I, we're like literally actually doing that? Eight minutes in, we're we still talking that. Maybe like one more Beyonce question and how we can move <laughs> okay, forward. Okay. <laughs> how, it, oh God, it's so embarrassing. No, it's not. Okay. How is, well like, how is she mothering? Oh, like I'm, is I mean, it just it's it's what you you what you imagine you would you would want if you really wanted children like yeah. if you really you want to be the best mom yeah she's really attentive in there but like the fact that blue is going to be the, all their kids are going to be raised in this musical culture like yeah. you can just see it kind of come out of them that they are very involved like she blue wasn't playing with toys blue was watching her mom so like psh. could you imagine that's your life like yeah. growing up in that like yeah. beyonce's your mom jay-z's your dad right crazy like, those kids are watching frozen on their ipad <laughs> You're watching your mom create, like, some of the most amazing art on the planet. Right. And being inspired from birth. Like, what? Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So did you get real talky? Like, I know that, like, okay, so I met Golden um, on the Eric Andre show. So this was, like, five years ago when I was working with the uh, Eric's producers. Yes. And... I fell in love with Golden. I fell in love with you too. I feel like okay, so I I'm also in love. <clears throat> I'm in love with Brian's also in love. Brian's also in love. So this was a time five years ago. I like broke my foot at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we mm-hmm. go. I'm, mm-hmm. And okay, we're going from Beyonce to me. Yes. So that's where that's we same should. level. Same level. As we queen, should. Queen Megan. Yes. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and I broke my foot at the time, so I'm in a walking boot, yeah. and I just remember being like in like a weird place, and I would always come into your dressing room yes and just like we would talk about yeah. everything we talk about everything makeup yeah. hair life life yeah you moving here all of it yeah all those things yeah I think that's part of the neat thing about being a makeup artist though because you're so close to these people mm-hmm. you're chatting yeah it's like yeah. when i get a haircut i'm having sometimes i have the best conversations it's when like i'm a getting real, a haircut it's a real yeah. intimate job it's uh, it's such an intimate job and i think it's made me a little bit of an introvert when <laughs> i'm not working because of the amount of social interaction and intimate conversations and trust yeah that, like in seconds you have to or in the trust of somebody totally. in your chair to deal with their, your your own personal insecurities, your own ego, your own love space. It's it's a it's a really cool and, place. And you're kind of like the person. You're like the buffer before the performance. So mm-hmm. like you're dealing with somebody who's probably has a lot of nerves or like yeah whatever it may be. And like yeah, and like it's interesting because people will 
put, do a take and then they'll come back to the makeup room and if they're not pleased with the performance that's like a whole different energy totally. that you're working with as opposed to somebody who feels like they killed it and knocked it out the park you know people are getting into character in the chair it's the it's a it's a very special place the makeup room it sets i think it sets the tone for um how that that person's performance is going to go throughout the whole entire day i think that would make a great show the makeup room. Like, is honestly, there a that, show? That, no, but no, that would be like a really, it. really cool show. Golden, you got to pitch You're this. directing it. I would You're love producing. to direct the makeup. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh. I'm also starring in it, Golden. <laughs> yes. Okay, don't yes. forget that. So how did you get How did you get into doing makeup? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to turn the AC off. Are you guys good? Yeah, I'm yeah, good. Turn it off. I'm okay. a little cold. But okay. you can tell do us. It. Keep let, going. Let us know. Okay. Um, I... Um, interestingly enough, I'm from Las Vegas. I m- we moved to Las Vegas when I was six years old. Okay. Um, from I'm where? From California. Oh, okay. Um, so Thriller as a kid changed my life, and I knew that I wanted to somehow do makeup and television and film, and I just didn't know how. Um, and the industry in, in Vegas is not that so mm-hmm. um i when you say we moved is it just you and your mom yeah me my mom and my uh brother so okay. yeah we moved when i was six so um i knew that i wanted to do makeup i just didn't know how or the means to do it so i actually my first customers were sex workers in las vegas yes mm-hmm. i'm so happy right now <laughs> sex work so is this mm-hmm. like also we, we skipped to moving there at six to working with sex workers so in my brain it's like six-year-old golden like doing makeup <laughs> for sex workers so are these like legal prostitutes are these porn actors how old are you what's I, happening yeah i i started um feeling good about picking up brushes at 18 19 um i i I went to a cosmetology high. I went to a trade high school, oh. and um, I took cosmetology at this trade school. And I thought I was gonna learn makeup, and I didn't. And I tried to like drop out. And my mom was like, "Fuck no! I just paid all this money for finishing <laughs> yeah. this." So I worked at Supercuts for a hot minute and was trying to figure out how to get into the makeup game. Yeah. And um, I had um, worked with. I did makeup on a a girl. Her her name was Cleo, and she was like, can you do some of my cousin's makeup? And this was like, I didn't understand the culture of sex workers at the time. So I was like, sure, yeah. great, more customers. I don't think I now understand. <laughs> the. I'm not familiar with that culture. I, but I want to know. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm sh- looking to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I show up at um, Cleo's house and there's a room full of 12 girls that I'm like, these can't be her cousins, but I, (laughs) I'm also like from a, my mom is Chinese and Cuban. So I have a lot of different people in my family. Yeah. So I was like, maybe they're related. I'm still trying to figure it out in my brain, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to do everyone's makeup. So as I, do they look like, are they dressed? They're dressed, they're dressed for like, and they're dressed very nice, very like, we're Vegas life, we're going out on the town okay. type girls, just yeah. in cute cocktail dresses, you know? Yeah. And um, as I'm doing all of their makeup, I'm then uh, I'm learning the culture. I realize that I'm being paid by each for each girl by a pimp. And he has a friend who is also a pimp. So if you and I, the three of us are friends, and you all have girls, 
then our, we become family and your girls are my girls yeah. cousins Whoa. so that's oh. that's how it works so they they work together in a family unit. so you're like having this revelation yeah all as, in the moment all in the moment having to do their makeup as i'm doing makeup and realizing i'm like these pimps are really nice <laughs> <laughs> they were friendly pimps. They were so friendly. I love friendly pimps. <laughs> yeah, they were so friendly and dressed really nice, like yeah. very clean Jordans, really nice, expensive. Pimps. Oh, so it wasn't like, like the classic seventies no. pimp, like pimp hat, and purple the, fur coat. Yeah, no, just like a regular guy you'd yeah. see watching a basketball game. How like, many people do you think we see on a daily basis that are pimps that we have no idea are pimps? Uh, man, if you're in Las Vegas, you're probably seeing a lot. You're probably all of the pimps. Mm-hmm. Or seen, yeah. So this was your first makeup. Yeah, gig. these were all the, of the prostitutes mm-hmm, and being paid by pimps. And um, it was yeah, they would go out and work the casino floor. So it being a legal thing, I don't think so. I don't, not quite sure. Um, but they would work casino floors is where these girls in particular would go. Is this not a great story? Like, start, you're getting paid by pimps. Eventually you get paid by Beyonce. <laughs> this is, what yeah. a this trajectory. Is a real, this is a real coming. Of, like, what are the, like, rags to riches? I've got, I'm, I'm going to be pitching later. Yeah. I'm pitching some ideas because this, this is a great is, story. This is America. <laughs> this is America. This is, a, this is the land Which, of the Which, by free. the way, you worked with Donald Glover, right? No, I haven't yet, Donald. I'm waiting to work with you. I oh. haven't. Oh, I that, thought you. Ha- I thought you had. I saw a picture I, on your Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah, that is because your guys's friend Eric Andre is a wonderful boss. And, He's the best, and he really is, and he knows that I'm a huge fan. Same. And right. Yeah. So for my birthday present that year, he had Donald make a video for me. Eric's the best when it comes to that shit. He's so good at. Getting his celeb friends to make videos for people on their birthday. <laughs> he's, really he's really good. He's he so really good is. at that. He got Nick Hexum from 311 to make me a video. Oh, like wow. a, And I lost my mind. Yeah. Oh, he got Blake me. Anderson from Workaholics to make a video oh, for, for Brittany yeah. on her oh, birthday. That's awesome. He's so good. That's he so cute. At, I love him with Donald Glover to make you one. Yeah. Did was, you lose your mind? Yeah the, yeah. the craziest thing about that video is... Um, there's this really long pause. So I thought Eric had just sent me a picture. So I, I opened it and I just saw Donald and I threw my phone down and started to walk away. And then I, as I was walking away, I heard him say, Golden? No. <laughs> and ran back to my phone and was like, ah! I lost my mind. Oh, that's my god! Yeah, I watched it over and over and over. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. On bad days. Um, I, I lean back into that video. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hear you. I want to get into the Eric Andre show because you're working on season five now. Yes. But we're still at pimps. and So uh, what? Well, we have a long you, way to yeah, work. Yeah, no, we, uh, and I'm so interested and so, invested in all of it. We do have to keep an eye on the time because she has a heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, we're, we're good. We're so good. how did you end up in L- How did you end up working on film and TV? Um, well, after the, the life of working for uh, sex workers, it, it becomes really daunting and, um, it was a lot. Uh, Did on you become my their regular? Yeah, it was like the regular. You were like, <laughs> yeah, really working for sex workers. Really working, and then like, um, wow. Side note: I would go work. I would do eyeshadow on strippers for twenty dollars a pop in strip clubs. So my that was like how I was learning how to do beauty makeup is oh, so cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. So, but it, I mean, did you leave? Did you feel 
dirty. Yeah, like mentally it was exhausting. I'm like sure. the lifestyle of Vegas is like really, really hard. Um, I, I think Vegas is America's vagina. Everybody wants to come inside of her. And, <laughs> yeah. And not well put. Ca- <laughs> yeah. And, and like nasty, like come on her back. Yeah. And, and like, and then leave. Yeah. And, and then slam the door. So you don't morning. like Las Vegas? And maybe Vegas? like punch her no. in the face or something I mean, after. grateful. I, 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 I'm <laughs> <laughs> I kept going. You guys can end like, and then he punches her in the face. And then he's like, <laughs> oh boy. Sorry. <laughs> but okay. um yeah, I, I'm very grateful for growing up in Vegas because um it I had to be very okay and very secure with who I was at a very young age because it's everywhere. Like my friends after high school were like, Okay, I'm gonna go become a stripper now and wow. like you become part of the you know, ecosystem in Vegas wow. and um so I was like, I don't want to do that. That's lame. So I felt like really deeply into like, music and comics. Makeup. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was yeah. Was there a good? So you said you, you got into music. Was there mm-hmm. a good music scene in Las Vegas? I know yeah, the Killers are from Las Vegas. The Killers are from Las Vegas and great friends. Um, yeah, there it it's um a, usually a lot of people will stop and play smaller venues in Vegas. Um, so I got to see a lot. I saw Bradley from Sublime be really drunk when I was 13 years old. You saw Sublime live? Wow, that's cool. saw Sublime and No Doubt together several times. Was he good drunk or were you a little like... Yeah, you know, it was like the the end was coming, but... It's kind of dark. Yeah, it was How did he end up dying? Overdose. Overdose. Heroin overdose. Heroin, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was so long ago. When was that? We were like... The 90s. So he he overdosed and died right before the album with all the hits came out. Mm -hmm. Right. So like he died and then what I got... Wrong way, Santeria. And that's when everyone songs that changed. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's li- it's like yeah. our teenage, it's like our childhood. But mm-hmm. it's like Otis Redding too. He died before yeah. sitting on the dock of a bay came yeah. out, which is crazy. Otis is my favorite artist of all time. What a voice! What a voice! I just got like goosebumpy just thinking about it whenever yeah. I hear him sing. Well, have you heard that song, Coffee and Cigarettes? I don't know if I have. Oh, you gotta hear that song. Okay. I'll put it on my yeah. playlist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you saw Bradley. So you saw Sublime play with No Doubt. Yeah, I saw Sublime play with No Doubt. Was Gwen it, amazing from the get go? Uh, uh, ma- like you wanted to be her. You're yeah. just like, what? How is she so beautiful and cool and like? Yeah. You know, like she was very sexy, but overly dressed. You know, and mm-hmm. something that was still to this day isn't very, very normal to do. But I love that about her. Yeah, so I just saw like amazing shows mm-hmm. growing up and like a, a lot of punk bands playing house shows and small record store shows and um that was kind of where I fell Where into. are your brother where's your brother are who's older who's you know. My brother's older. He's 3 years older than me. So when you were doing makeup for the hose mm-hmm. what, <laughs> what 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 was bro doing? <laughs> Great was, question, Megan. Thanks. I, I I'm like really good with my questions this morning. Was he one of the pimps? No, he was not a pimp. Okay. I, I, he thinks he is sometimes, but no, he was not. Um, he worked a lot of security for okay. a lot of casinos. Are yeah. you guys close? Uh, we're Yeah, we're close. We're a lot closer um, now as adults than we were. We had like a weird time because like... Um, Hip hop and punk are kind of my backgrounds, and um, my brother and I would like huddle around a radio and listen to like Slick Rick albums on tape and so stuff. Good. And then gangster music came out, and I he he loved it, and I was like, "This is lame." And then that was like <laughs> the point where he was too cool to hang out with his little sister yeah. as well. So I was like, "Really like fuck that music." So we had a a, a period of time where we weren't close, but yeah. now as adults, we're sweet gangster rap like. 
Yeah. Pulled you guys apart. Pulled us apart. <laughs> Gangster yeah. Tupac rap. single-handedly. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> yeah, it's Tupac's Tupac. <laughs> For breaking up family structures. Oh, God. Okay, so then you moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, so then I was like, I, I got to figure out how to do film and television. I, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And I was, at the time, also was working at, like, um, like I was working for Matt Cosmetics. And yeah. I was like, this is not the jam. This is not what I want to do. How mm-hmm. do I get out of here? So, sorry to cut you off. So, you did trade school, high school. Mm-hmm. One, that's totally cool. <laughs> like, just because, I mean, like, we went to an art school, so it's kind I feel like it's maybe the same, yeah. but different. But oh, it was great. I loved art school. I yeah. loved it, too. But trade school seems more like... It's even more specific uh, and more like useful. Like you're yeah. like, yeah, right, 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 yeah. So when to become a makeup artist, do you have to do another level of any kind of like education after that, or because you went to a trade school? Well, um, I that was the thing. I I decided that I wanted to come and do makeup school, but I wanted to I wanted to do prosthetic makeup um, for school since I had spent so much time in beauty. I felt yeah. like I had that down and I could Got do it, it with my eyes closed. Um, but I wanted to learn how to do creature effects, do the really big makeups, like the Planet of the Apes and things like that. Like Thriller. Like Thriller. Which was your initial influence. Mm-hmm. So cool. That I, is so cool. Yeah. So I saved up a whole bunch of money and got wonderful donations from my family members and um, saved up money to go to Cinema Makeup School, which is located in Koreatown. And um, I did the uh, I, I signed up for the full course there. And as I got there, I like realized I had I was not made for special effects and creature effects. Like really? as much as it, it was the love of my life, I don't have the personality to be in a lab sculpting all sure. day and not talking mm-hmm. to people. I do like people and I like interacting with people. So I um, was like, OK, well, I'm going to just stay open to doing everything and see where I fall and Mm -hmm. um I graduated and um my first interview was for the Eric Andre show really oh Mm -hmm. nice did you just randomly apply or like um I had I had worked a music video uh for a great makeup artist her name's Alma I had randomly asked her if I could come work for her for free and she said sure and um during that music video at our lunch break, I sat down on the curb and was eating lunch. And this cute girl came and sat next to me and ate lunch with me. And we talked a little bit about makeup and life. And she was wardrobe. And um, we went our separate ways. We finished the video. And a couple months later, I got a call from one of the producers from the Eric Andre show and said that um, a girl named Emily worked a video with me and uh, referred me for the job. And I was like, who's that? I didn't know. I couldn't re- could so remember. Emily Ting from? A little angel from oh fell from the sky. That <laughs> is so, I mm-hmm. had no idea you guys went so far back. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. oh, geez. Yeah, she was just a little angel. Do you guys ever look at each other now and go, we made it? <laughs> I, I do it to her all the time. Yeah. And she gets really uncomfortable <laughs> and is like, she she always just shakes her head at me. I feel like she's like so cool. Yeah, she's so cool about she's it. She's so cool that yeah. like you can't be like gushy with her. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> that way. But I yeah. do it to her all the time because yeah. I'm so grateful for her to have done that. I feel like everyone in that circle is cool. Like the whole Aragon <laughs> uh, Everyone's like, oh, cool. Everyone's so creative. Yeah. And, and like what a really perfect are. like niche 
Is, mm. I hope niche is the right word. No, I sometimes think I say not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> what a perfect niche in the business. I mean, yeah, you could have entered such a douchey realm, uh, and you, it's yeah, you got it's so. I got. Yeah. I really did get really, really lucky. So lucky. Did you know what you were getting into? Get working on the Eric Andre show. I mean, this is a let crazy me tell you show. how kismet this is. So my day would start at five a.m. I would. Um, I lived in Inglewood at the time. I would trek all the way to Third um, Street Promenade in Santa Monica to go work at Mac for uh, till from nine a.m. till three p.m. And then I would go to school from three p.m. to midnight. The grind. Or I'm sorry. I would go 3 p.m. to 11, and by the time I got home, it was midnight, and the Eric Andre show would come on. I would turn the TV on, and the first season of the Eric Andre show would come on, and I liked Hannibal. I was yeah. like, oh, Hannibal's funny. That's that funny guy that I've seen do yeah. stand-up, so I would sit and watch it, hoping Hannibal would be funny, and he never was, and then the <laughs> show was over by the time <laughs> yeah. my mind would wrap around it, and I was like, oh, wow, so... It just became background noise for that first year of school, and lo and behold, it ended up changing my life. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's some of the craziest makeup stuff you've had to do on that show? Because it gets zany. It, yeah. Um, what I love about Eric is that he is trusting of of me. One day we were in New York and we we're filming some Man on the Street stuff, and. Um, he does this character called Businessman Bro, where it's he it's it's classic ranch um, <laughs> segment, mm-hmm. and um, he we're in the van, and he's like, "Hey, can you extend my earlobes down to my <laughs> shoulders?" Like, just being around him and Katow, like during their because like, I was I, being around when they were what was it season three that I worked yeah. on, mm-hmm. and like. The way they came up with shit, like, it's just so fun. It's like a bunch of stoned bros, not to discredit them at all, but it's just like, wouldn't it be funny if this? Yeah, a lot of wouldn't it be funny. Eric sent me a picture from the writer's room the other day, Uh and it's just nothing but, like, post-it notes, and you zoom in on what's written on it. It's the most ridiculous shit. It's like poop. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll come up with the best bit ever based on a postcard. It, like, warms my heart, just the idea of, like, those, like, stupid boys. Right. Like, just being like, wouldn't it be funny? And then it like comes right. to, like to a huge thing. Yeah. Okay, so he wants bigger earlobes. Yeah, so he's like, "Can you stretch my earlobes down to my shoulders?" And I'm like, "Eric, we're in a pass van in the middle of the financial district. I can't do that." And he's like, "You'll figure it out. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Figure it out." Uh, and because I have so much respect for him, I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, you want to do it? Yeah, like I want to do it and and try and figure it out." So it pushes me my creativity because he's so crazy. Well, but this is where the cinema school comes mm-hmm. in handy, right? Yes, 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 that's, yes. Yeah, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of times where all all I have is crafty because it's Eric's crazy brain, and I there's cornflakes and so those <laughs> cornflakes turn into scabs on yeah. him and wow. you know so yeah yeah it's like gluing down a cornflake and then painting it and it just looks like a scab and yeah that's all him pushing himself pushes me to be more creative would you ever do makeup for the guests that would be on the show yes would you ever do it for the guests that had no idea what they were getting yes. into so the Did day you feel that... bad like you're doing it yes. like, you don't even know what you're <laughs> okay. about to go yes. so golden do you remember when I'm sure you remember Lauren Conrad yes and she oh, left gosh. so there's the classic episode where Lauren Conrad's on and then her and her like team they like storm out of the mm-hmm, building mm-hmm. so I'm there that day mm-hmm. did you 
to you. <laughs> Is that when Eric puked on the desk and then yes. ate his own puke? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so that, like, just in general, it's kind of like, it's just weird to me that, like, her people are, like, wouldn't do their homework. Right. And that was, like, one that I don't know what's happening because right. Eric's like, uh, bring me a lipstick. And, <laughs> uh, okay, so I bring him a lipstick and the next thing he's drawing a swastika on his head backwards in front of Lauren Conk. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that's what I'm contributing oh, to. Boy. But yeah, it's things like that where I don't even know sometimes. Yeah. Even Hannibal doesn't know. He's right. A prank's going to be played on Hannibal um, during a bit. But um, yeah. So do you like, do, does like a tower, do anyone tell you like, um, if they they have a guest that doesn't know, because mm-hmm. I think that's their ideal sitch. Yeah, yeah. Are they ever like don't reveal anything? Like yes, in, okay. So like there's there's times where um, the dance mom who was what's her name <laughs> was oh oh she went she ended up going to jail for extorting money. Oh, she was like was dance her? mom. Yeah, the dance mom. The big kind of crazy yeah lady. Yeah, I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. She kept saying, "What is this?" show so i'm gonna be uh this blows my mind that people go on a show yeah without anyway keep going and And going back to what you were saying you are the last thing before the stage yeah it's a lot of pressure for you pressure so for unsuspecting victims which i would consider these guests yeah yeah she was like which one's eric and which one's andre no no i was like oh no this poor lady and aren't you just in your head going yes Yeah, I'm like, they're going to love this. So in this scenario, do you run to that, like Eric and them and say, you guys, this is going to be very good? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's times where like um, the uh, Eric's writing partner, Dan Curry, I'll I'll run and tell Dan Curry and he'll be like, oh, that's good. What else? (laughs) So they'll come and check in with you and kind of be like any, any, like, dish. Yeah. Those guys are sinister, man. They're so sinister. It's so good. It's so good. It's It's so so good. good. Who was your, um... Oh God! And Polly, Polly D. Remember yeah. the Jersey Shore guys? Uh, that's that's my most special episode of really? Eric Andre's show. Yeah, because Eric, ha- Eric, I don't know what he was. He was a little bit stressed, I think. Yeah. Um, during that episode, he had called me at three a.m. and our our call time was six a.m. He had called me at three a.m. to see if I had a Polly D. wig, and I was like, "No, the oh my god, the, this the, is so Eric." The extra, the extra has hair, so it'll be fine. I'll just style his hair to look like Polly D. And he goes, "Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool." And then I show up at call time, and the extra had a shaved head. And I was like, oh, oh no. no, I'm going to get fired. Oh, I, no. I reassured so did you turn cornflakes into Polly D here? What did you do? <laughs> so I like, I was like, okay, I just got to like figure this out. And I, I took a wig, and I just chopped it up. And I don't know, I went into this, this space in my, yeah, in my head, and flipped this wig upside down and put it on the guy and just styled it that way. And I, the guy walked out and Eric was dying laughing. He's like, his hair is crazy. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that all came from a stressful PTSD place. It's got to feel good though when you pull it off. <laughs> yeah. It oh does. yeah. It's very rewarding. To so, you, pull. so you guys are working on season five now. Yeah. Cause you have to be out of here soon. Cause yeah. you're working on that. Yes. Are you in pre-production? Like what are you doing right now? Um, right now it's, a, it's a lot of designing things for him. So, um, it's, I got to do a lot of research and figure out the best way to make sure wigs and makeup stay on him as he tumbles through 
streets and you know he, oh my God. he does his own stunts so i gotta make sure these makeups stay on really well and um in the design process so that's where we're at right now yeah. we're still designing everything and pulling everything together and then i have to get with emily his wardrobe person to make sure it's the wigs match the the costumes and all of that. What a fun show to work on. It's so fun. I feel like we're all, every department on that show is like a, a jam band. Like yeah. we all are in our separate corners jamming out and then we get together <laughs> and we just have this crazy. I feel like it's like the perfect thing for a makeup artist too because it's not just beauty makeup. You, yeah. you're, you're doing that, mm-hmm. but then you're also like, being challenged with all these other crazy things. Yeah, what I learned as a makeup artist is that I'm just a nerd about it. I just like it. I like yeah. I like high fashion. I like beauty. I like I like big creatures. I like character work a lot. So being a department head for for most of the shows that I'm on, I get to pull the best of the best within the budget to do those all those things. So it's like I still get to be a little bit of beauty makeup I still get to be a little bit of special effects and mm-hmm. um, you get a taste of all of it yeah do you ever wake up in the morning and you just go oh my god I'm doing what I love I'll I'm t- so lucky there's times I just like am crying because I, I this is one it. of my reasons why I love you so much is I mean if you look on her Instagram like so many I feel like if you looked at our DMs on Instagram, it's literally just going, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Cause she'll post something and like, you literally warm my heart where I feel like I need to say, I love you so much. And then she responds with, I love you so much. God, that would be really funny to actually look at. It's literally just like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Feeling good right now. Just um, but your story is like you, you're one. I just love how genuine you are. Oh, Humble, you. genuine, like such a real and mm. like, um, I in your I feel like you have so much gratitude and mm. you always your posts and the things mm. that you say you're just it's really inspiring and it's uplifting. Thank you. Thank you. I I I'm really grateful to like I I'm nominated for an Emmy and that's, that's like a amazing. such a big deal. For um, a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. The show is so funny. You Apparently, like it? I, that's so, it's, it, well, it's, it reminds me of Eric Andre's show a little mm-hmm. bit in the yeah. fact that it's yeah. just in, it's outer space. It's really bizarre comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you got nominated really for an Emmy? Yeah, for um, Outstanding Makeup in a Sketch Comedy Series. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. I goosebumps. I'm very inspired. Thank you. So this is recent? Yeah, this is recent. Like a couple months ago. That's the show with the bit where they're like, on Instagram, oh yeah, taking like a cute pic, and they're like, "I'm just with a bunch of fat cows slurping That's shit." That's such a funny sketch. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Oh, I love like, that bit. It's such a good joke. It's, it's like I'm with joke. these, I'm with these bitches, and she's like, <laughs> "I'm with this fat slut fucking bitch," and then everyone's like, "Wait, all right, you're doing too far." Yeah, she's what's her fucking name? Vanessa Bear. Vanessa She's so funny. Yeah, she's so funny. So did you get on that show? Amazing. Through Eric Andre's show, how did you start working on that one? Um, it's uh, it's. Produced by the same production company, so the same it comes out of the same house that Eric's show comes Ab- out of. So absolutely, does mm-hmm. it? Oh. Yeah, it's an absolutely show. Yeah. What's his name again? Tim. Tim um, Robinson. Tim Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was he was on SNL a few yeah, years. Yeah, he was on SNL. So they're pretty much all the jokes that he pitched at SNL that didn't make it. And good for was, him. And yeah. he's like, fuck you. I'm yeah. doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And they work really well and they're so funny. I still need to see the show, but I only hear amazing things. You got to check it so, out. And it's easy. It's 15 minute episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really bizarre, mm-hmm. but like in the best sort of way. It, it reminds me of Eric Andre's yeah. show. Yeah. Me when too. are the Emmys? 
Um, in September. September. So you're mm-hmm. going to the Emmys. I'm going. You're to going the- to the. You're going, going to the Emmys. Wait, where are the Emmys? Where are they? Um, I. You know, I'm not sure they. they I don't <laughs> no, know yet. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Which so, is, do you know if they do good? Do they do separate Emmys for this? Like, I know that this is prime time. This is real deal. This is not the prime that, like, time. Not that daytime isn't, isn't right. a big deal because it is a big deal. But Ellen. Yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. The, the beast that is Ellen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the the primetime Emmys. And so because I know that there was a thing and I, I guess I, I'm assuming they still do it. But like some things aren't aired and done mm. in the whole thing is like f- a, a lot. Of, it used to be like back of the house. A lot mm-hmm. of it wasn't aired. But I think. Yeah, it's controversy, and now they're starting to. Yeah, they. I think they do air more of the things that aren't, um, like the highlights of yeah. the Emmys. So yeah, we'll see. I, I hope that you're on the television. I hope that I'm on the television. We, too. Who's gonna do your makeup? Oh my, my good, good friend Spanish is gonna do my makeup. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm really excited, Golden! I can't. I'm so happy for you. Thank we have you. to have an Emmy party. Yeah, we'll have, have to an have Emmy, an Emmy yes, party. Emmy party. Yes, yes, We're gonna yes, be yes. rooting. Do you know what you're going to wear? I do. I you already, already have it picked out? Yeah, yeah, I already have it picked out. So you don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, you got the outfit. I got yeah. the outfit. So I know how my makeup will be and my hair will be. And yeah, I'll be there. So yeah. You, like, uh, I can imagine, though. Do you know pick- who other people that are nominated? Um, no, I don't. You they, don't? I, okay. I, I asked and they didn't want to reveal Because we could kill them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take them out. We'll take them out. Not that you won't win. I mean, you're going to win. But like, I mean, even if you don't, yeah. fucking... This is huge. Let's go back to Vegas. We'll talk to some of the pimps. Yeah. I'm sure they know people. Yeah. We'll we'll figure this out. out. The cool thing is that I, what they did tell me is that there's only two other um, makeup, makeup artists in the the category that I am in. So it's three makeup artists total. And what's the category? Outstanding makeup and a sketch comedy. Yes. Yes. That is so awesome. Yeah, it's really so good. I'm I'm really excited. Going back to your dress because I feel like you have like cool style. (laughs) You do have cool style. You're very cool. So like it's got to be neat to do like fancy cool style. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna be fancy cool golden. (laughs) Yeah, I um, as as I told you, my mom is Chinese and Cuban, and culturally, um, our home is very Chinese. So I'm gonna wear a traditional Chinese dress. to to the Emmy, so I'm really excited. Where did you get it from? Um, it's a designer out of San Francisco. Okay, I feel like I'm on the red carpet. <laughs> like, I know. I know. You're like, who did your nails? <laughs> like, what? what? Also, Brian's very gay. I'm not. I'm straight, but it's okay. I know, and I just was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Why, no, why, is that, why does you talking about fashion make no, you gay? Fine, Look, I'm the, the dick. I'm the dick people. in this situation. <laughs> I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay i want to talk about how cool you are with your tats for a second oh, oh okay, oh, okay. Tattoos. okay. is that right. weird no because no. the tattoos i just think people awesome. with tats are cool really i mean i just it's something that i'm really envious of because they it, it's such it's so beautiful it means that you made like such a commitment to have this thing on your body and like i feel like i'm so indecisive uh, yeah and like i also I just always wanted to be that person, mm. but I'm not. I don't know if I. If I don't know if that, I'm that person. But it's like way cooler to not have tattoos nowadays. Is because, it? Because yeah, because everybody has, has tattoos. Every, yeah, but everywhere. nobody has your tattoos. Yeah, yeah. that's. So that's when did true. you did you always know you wanted to have the tats? <sighs> yeah, my I would get I would get piercings and it would really drive my mom nuts and she would take privileges away when I would come home with like a tongue piercing or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, the the moment like at midnight 
I turned 18, I got my first tattoo, which is awful. Oh, God. What is it? I have a, a tram stamp. Yes. You know what those are, right? Oh, of course. Yes. Right above the mm-hmm. yeah. butt area. Mm-hmm. Love it. What mm-hmm. does it say? Uh, or, or what is it? So my my full name, my my first name is Golden, my middle name is Sun, and my last name is Shine. This is insane. That's uh, Well, it's the uh, acid. She was conceived yeah. on acid. Mm-hmm. It's so that's so good. When you're conceived on acid, you become golden sunshine. That's it's the true. Rule. It's, it is the rule. That's, that's the way it works, Megan. <laughs> it is the rule. Okay. So I have a smiling sun. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. With golden and shine around it. Okay. And that's my tram stamp. I don't think, I mean, it's, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, but in hindsight, like, what was I thinking? I he know. was going to forget my name when I he's know. back there. Right. Like, well, what? I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know, sometimes you just have a night and you don't know the guy. And <laughs> you know what I mean? What Look, would be your tram stamp, Megan? Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I we don't. need to get you a tram stamp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if I got a tram stamp now? Like, now. <laughs> Like now tram stamps are like the obvious joke. It's like nobody, everyone's like, I have a tram stamp. But if I was like, I'm getting a tram stamp. Well, it's like the guys that purposefully get mullets now. It'd be yeah. like a yeah. similar sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, totally. No, I, my first, I, well, I only have one tattoo and it was. What is it? It's very lame. It means absolutely nothing. And it's a star on my ankle, but it's oh, not right. even. I forgot you cute. Yeah, but it's not even a cute. It's, it's not, not even a cute. It's not even a cute star. It's like a weird. <laughs> It's like not a cute star and it's like kind of and it's in the the weirdest place. Like it's not even a cute spot on my ankle. It's like right in the middle of my leg. A not cute star and a not cute part of your ankle. Yeah, like oh boy. I was just like so and it means nothing. And like yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I have a tattoo on my ankle as well. You do? Yeah. Do you want to see it? Yes. It's really silly. Please show. show it to me. I would show you mine, but the boot. Oh. Can you the boot. The boot. I swear to God, one back. day. It's so, it's so embarrassing. Oh, man. Isn't that weird? It doesn't even. What? Oh, okay. So there's a house. <laughs> there's two homes, I feel like, yeah. with a grassy knoll and trees. Yeah. There, underneath it is an ear. Correct. And underneath that is a heart. I'm going to explain it to you. Let me get back on microphone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. Oh. It's a bad tattoo. <laughs> Yeah, and it's also on a not cute part of my ankle. Yeah, so that tattoo, uh-huh. there's a font called Webdings. Okay, uh, yes. And so back in high school, uh huh, my group of friends was called the Boys. We were the Boys. There the were boys. seven of us. To this day, it's we still a have very a very creative name. We 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 still have a text thread. The seven okay. of us. We've been chatting forever. Okay, best best of friends. All right, okay. we get it. <laughs> and we, we all got we all got that tattoo. Oh. So, so all of it, my friends. In translation, what is it? Because yeah. wingdings are just it's, translations, It spells right? the word boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, it does? Yes, that spells oh. the word boy in webdings. What? Boy in webdings? Boy in webdings is house ear heart? Yes, house ear heart is boy in webdings. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, so that's crazy. That's that tattoo. is crazy, but also kind of cool. I'll you kind of cool. like it? I dig that, if yeah. If Golden thinks it's cool, then I know it's Well, cool. it has yeah. a story. I mean, it has like a cool story. It's yeah. like my star sucks mainly because it's just like doesn't have a story. Your son sucks because yeah. it's just like. Ugh, what an awful idea. What's your favorite <laughs> tattoo that you have? Um... Well, I have an Eric Andre tattoo. You do? Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the hectic. Oh, that's oh, awesome. I love that. It's his logo with the, the rectangles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So shout out to oh, that guy. Oh, and there's Thriller? Yeah, there's Thriller. Can I, I actually have Your a... Your tattoos are cool, yeah. man. I really, I really... <laughs> Thank you. You say it's not cool anymore, but yours are Thank unique you. to you. 
Um, uh, minor threat, you know, minor yeah. threat. Yeah. my minor threat tattoo. My broken record's my favorite tattoo. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you're just really cool. <laughs> so are you guys. I don't know. I just feel like n- so not as cool as you. Birds of a feather, though. Good. We're here together. We are here together. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. I should feel better. Yeah, you should. You just are, like, when, as soon as you come walking up with your cute overalls, I'm just oh, like, I just want to be here. And the Bad Brains shirt. Oh, that's like, cool. all oh of God. it. <laughs> the the <laughs> mismatch <laughs> earrings. The earrings are cool. All right. Like, I, 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 wait, <laughs> so your hair is so good. I'm just like. That's why I can't wait to see her, her Emmy outfit. I felt pretty cute this morning. I felt pretty cute. I put some curls in my hair. Yes. And then the second I saw Golden, I was like, I'm nothing. <laughs> Stop it. I'm nothing. No, Megan, you do look cute. You look very Your shirt, okay. I, I told this you, it reminds okay. me. It reminds me of the character Judy from Dead to Me, which okay. we're all obsessed with right now. Have yeah. you seen the show yet, no. Dead to Me? Oh. Is it good? Oh, I love it. Brian's like pitching Dead to Me as if he fucking wrote the show. No, I just, it's my favorite <laughs> new show in a while. It and is I very have good. a crush on Judy Card- Cardinelli? Uh, Cardellini. I guess I should Cardellini. know her name if I have a crush on her. Yeah. True. Yeah. Cardellini. Well, I mean, she's going to take your last name anyway, so. Right. Oh, nice. All, all very positive. Mm-hmm. All what is Judy. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a question. So thriller was your like thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you do now with the Michael Jackson show? Oh, are we going Michael Jackson? I know. No, it's okay. Well, so like it's kind of come up in like most of like every podcast since the whole fucking documentary came out. Yeah. We don't need to spend time on it. No, it's cool. But like. I have thoughts though. Yes. And I want to hear them and specifically because he was your inspiration. Mm -hmm. So where, where do you, how do you feel? Um, well, it's interesting to have uh, Michael Jackson tattooed on me. Where and, is he? Um, he's on right my there. Oh, yeah, that's thriller. right. It's the zombie mm-hmm. Michael it's Jackson in the red jacket. Okay. Yeah. Some people walk up to me and be like, good thing it's a corpse on your arm of him. And it's, yeah, I'm like, yikes. <laughs> oh, my yikes, God. Stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Negative. Yeah. Um, so, so you know me? I'm very positive. I'm very uplifting. My name is Golden Sunshine. For, for fuck's sake, get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need to say anytime. Or just yeah. if that happens again, call me up, put me on speaker, and okay. I'll say it. <laughs> um, it, I, I refuse to watch the documentary. Okay. Um, okay. I um I I don't think that I can um I can watch the documentary because of what I've experienced in my life being around um people who are highly exposed and the views that are put upon them um and they are great people and also just people who mm-hmm. um I don't you know, I don't know. Like I've met great people who've done awful things. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I've met wonderful people who have done wonderful things. Like the duality of being a human being and this that, also this like icon or like pe- that this yeah. star that people think of you as kind of like yeah something. And like, it, I feel like very I, like the Dave Chappelle joke of like he of Bill Cosby. He rapes, but he also saves. Because Bill Cosby in the in the African American yeah. community, he he showed so many positive images of Black people that it's it's kind of hard for me to discredit him completely because those images shaped me. Like seeing um, seeing Black paintings on the set of the Cosby Show is just iconic in my mind and have <coughs> have have been encrypted into my mind as as a look of myself in a positive way so i 
it's the same thing with thriller uh, like i don't think i would have as a child like very early on at seven i knew like oh that's michael look at what he's doing i want to do that like it mm -hmm. it's shaped my whole entire life mm -hmm. so i can't discredit him for that even though um there's there's awful things behind it and you know like i i am a a, a a adult human being that has been molested as a child um if i if i sat in the the the, the nitty gritty and the the awful part of that i i don't think i i could survive i had to f do a lot of forgiveness to mm -hmm. to a, an adult person who um I, I will never be able to look at them and tell them how much they've really fucked up my life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, um, I, I, I have to push forward. I have to know that, um, the more we talk about these things, it's, it's, uh, has the most value and the most impact, um, that you could possibly ever have. Cause if, if those things are true, I hope that those guys have healing that they have healed and that they can move forward within their lives mm -hmm. and 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 grow from their awful experiences and find find good in the world mm -hmm. through all that. Um, so yeah, man, I just can't. Um, that was powerful. That was very powerful. <coughs> that yeah. was really powerful. I yeah. mean, hopefully, you know, it if it does anything besides people bashing him and his mm -hmm. name and all of you know. Uh, it people feel like you know more comfortable to speak up about things if yeah. things are happening to them or I mean yeah talking about it yeah even then, like uh, you know Mike's not here now but like R Kelly is here like what do we yeah what do we do now like where does where does he get the help he needs you know mm -hmm. so that um we, it's not just like a, a condemning thing like these people need help yeah they really they really need help mm -hmm. and. Um, where are the systems in place for these type of people to to really get the help that they need? And they're they're humans; they deserve it as well. You mm -hmm. know. Look, I oh I think in that same way. I always think that everyone's doing the best they can with what they've been given, mm -hmm. and like whether or not they're making bad decisions along the way, there is some reason why they're going that way, yeah. and people need help, and we need to be empathetic for that, and like towards that, and I mean. Fuck, with the Michael Jackson thing, I mean. Look at his childhood, too, though. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's deep-rooted how yeah. people become the way they are. It's yeah. hard to, you know, because after watching that, and everyone now is like, fuck, Michael, you know, and mm -hmm. it's like, I feel really sad for him. Yeah. I feel really sad for him. I mean, it's awful, and I feel bad for those kids, and I, and it, it's all of it. I have all of the feelings, but, like, he shaped my childhood. Mm -hmm. He was my childhood. I can't pretend that wasn't a thing. So, I mean, I've made the choice to separate that yeah. from yeah. who he was for me. Yeah. Um, but man, I feel, I do feel sad for him. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. Same. I I've, I've, I feel sad. I mean, not one song. He didn't make one song against humanity or, mm -hmm. um, you know, and everything, every song that he made was in a good light, heal the world, they don't care about us. Like, you, he made these very social conscious songs to push positivity, which is really hard to find. So, I don't know. He was obviously battling 
good like yeah shit in his head you know yeah. he was putting out positive stuff and then dealing with his own demons yeah it's a very interesting hearing you know an opinion from somebody who was molested yeah. and but also loved him and yeah yeah i'm glad he wow. brought it up megan i was joking at the beginning I'm like oh michael jackson again this is like the most poignant take i've heard on it yeah yeah, the, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll find ways to keep talking and build healthy structures for our mental health. Um, so you're just not, you're not going to watch it. You don't yeah. need to do that to you. Yeah. I don't. don't. Yeah. yeah I don't, want, I, don't watch it. I yeah. don't want to watch it. And, you know, some things like, I, the same with pimps. I can't watch a pimp show. Yeah. I lived it. I could watch a pimp show. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't doing the eyeshadow for the... <laughs> <laughs> Again, we bring on guests, but it's mainly about me. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Is there anything else? I have so I had so many questions. I'm glad we talked about the Michael You'll, Jackson. No, no, thing. no. That, I feel mm-hmm. yeah. I feel good after mm-hmm. hearing mm-hmm. that take on it. What else? Your, what I know. Other, well, what else you got who, for me? I have one. Okay. Or do I, you have no, one? No. If you got one, you go. I just. I mean, it's going to be. V- it's very broad and vague do you have a favorite artist okay so eric andre show aside because i feel like that's your base that's your family uh-huh, yeah. so like them aside uh-huh. <clears throat> who was your favorite um artist you've worked with my favorite artist that oh man and whatever that means i don't know if that means like most mm. like comfy around them what was fun or uh, where you kind of felt s- cry. oh <laughs> i love oh. to cry yeah, i got cry. my period today i'm ready to cry <laughs> I woke up this morning thinking I wanted a family. I literally, the first thought I woke up, I was like, I want a family and I want a pool. And then I went to the, a pool. I want a fa- in that order, family, pool. I want a family and a pool. And then I went to the bathroom and I got my period. I was like, okay, here we go. That's why. Okay, so um, I have Golden's resume in front of me. If I need to remind you who you've worked with, let's see. Uh, Kevin Hart, Beyonce, Kobe Bryant, Rosario Dawson, Chris Rock, Eric Andre, Samantha B, Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, Jack Black. I mean, Killer Mike. Good Lord. <laughs> you're pretty, you're like a you're Henry Rollins. These are like really important, amazing people. Oh, God. Um, I shouldn't even, like, and you brought us gifts. Yeah, we should be, we need to give you gifts. No. I should have gotten gifts. <laughs> Stop. I, I should have gotten her gifts. I was, like, I was like, I'll brew some coffee. <laughs> and then you came with your own coffee. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Well, wait, what did what did you work on with Kobe Bryant? Oh man, um, I w- worked with a, a great production company. They're called Heart and Hustle, and they um, uh, the director Rashad he ha- has chosen to make a life telling stories from the perspective of of sports and the talent of sports. Um, so we were shooting um, a commercial with Kobe Bryant um, where he is gearing up for the Olympics in um, China. So mm-hmm. um, we spent a day in the life with Kobe Bryant and I got to hang my makeup brushes on the Kobe Bryant director chair. Yeah. And um, so that like and when you ask the question, that's the first thing that comes to mind because um, I, I come from a, a house where... Uh, it was uh, basketball was is like Thanksgiving. Like it's, it's like everybody came to the house and my mom cooked every meal from scratch and we all gathered around the TV and watched basketball For together. Were you guys the Lakers, Lakers fans? Mm-hmm, yeah. So you grew up with like like Magic Johnson. Yeah. That, that was him versus Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. That '80s NBA era yes. was unbelievable. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was that was our house. So um, that to be able to like uh, live 
like just have my brother's heart with me that day and my mom's heart with me that day and take feel, that energy you just to feel Kobe. proud to <laughs> yeah like, yeah did you call your mom or you're like oh my god mom you're not gonna believe what i'm doing yeah. kobe bryant yeah how did she react she was like what mamba that's so cool <laughs> yeah she was really really excited and he's a cool dude right he's amazing like such a great spirit and really grounded like beyond belief like so grounded and he like went up to every single staff member and was like hi i'm kobe and like like we didn't know who he was <laughs> sorry what what's your name <laughs> yeah sorry i didn't catch that what are you doing here yeah what's yeah. up yeah so i thought that was very sweet and kind because he doesn't have to do that yeah so. he's like a king in this town he was a guest i work on the show ridiculousness mm-hmm. and he was a guest on that mm-hmm. and i've never heard a crowd go so crazy for it, like he is beloved he in really, Los Angeles, he really, and really he was is. so great to work with on that show too. He's he's just such a yeah. I don't know. There's just being around him, you feel like a champion. Yeah, you really do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really, really do. Yeah, I felt like um, I could just do it. As <laughs> yeah, <I said>. Exactly, <laughs> just do it. Is that Nike? Yeah, that's Nike. okay. Good job, Meg. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I blacked out during the basketball talk, but I heard just do it, and now I'm back. Okay. Bucks are playing tonight. I'm going. Yeah. I'm watching the Bucks Raptors after this. <laughs> that's awesome. You're working on things that yeah. are important. I'll be mm-hmm. watching the basketball game, but that's okay. You'll let me know how I it love goes. It. Yeah. yeah. So then he, so, then he was your fave. Yeah, Kobe's probably one of my faves. Henry Rollins Day, like, ah. Uh. Well, being a punk rock fan, working with Henry Rollins had to be insane. Oh gosh, it's like it's like listening to your grandfather sit around and tell stories at a campfire mm-hmm. and he and that was my second time working with him he was on the Eric Andre show and that was um that was like a really interesting day because he didn't know what was happening oh he wasn't he wasn't in tuned in to so, what the Eric Andre show was. Yeah, so a PA went to close the door in the green room, and Henry yelled, "Open that fucking door right now! Yes. I want to know what the fuck is going on." Really? Yes, yeah, and good. I, and I, he's I, a scary man. Henry Rollins is a big dude. Yeah, you don't want to make him there angry. There are some yeah. people that don't you just feel like you want to like give them a heads up? Yeah, like, yeah. You, like yeah. I don't want you to be fucked with. <laughs> yeah. Like I want you to know. I want like, you to get in front of this. Some, I bet you're a Black Flag fan. Yes, so yes, this huge had to be... fan. So as he's screaming. I'm in the makeup room like giddy I'm like yeah. yay that's <laughs> so amazing Henry's mad yes. Henry's screaming that's so great <laughs> so um, he like he decides to hang out in like the bullpen area where the crafty is and it's an open area and I had brought because I'm a nerd I brought like four Henry Rollins books with me I'm like I'm getting CDs signed today and I'm getting books signed today so I was really excited and the PA is like Golden you should probably not ask him to sign anything because he's very upset <laughs> and we don't want to make him more upset and i was like fuck that that's not punk rock yeah so i went straight up to him and was like henry i actually have met you before at a book signing he goes where and i was like, so oh, angry shit. <laughs> where was it i'm like scrambling in my mind i'm like where were we i was like at book soup and he's like oh yeah that was when i released and they softened and I brought him a book of I had, uh, Black Coffee Blues, and he opened the front page, and he's like, where did you get this? And I was like, from Tower Records in, like, 90-something. And he's like, this is when I first started making books, and I didn't know, like, how to make books. This is crazy that you have one of these copies. And I was like, wow, yes. Yes, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, so then he signed it. And then the next time I worked with him was for Vans, and he stayed with us and ate lunch with us and 
I was like, tell me more. He thought Eric was the most punk rock dude he's ever met in his life. Really? That's what he said. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And um, we talked about the bad brains. We talked about the early days. He, t- he told me that he talks to Ian McKay every Wednesday. Oh, that's... A- they call each other every Wednesday. That's the so lead singer Fugazi. Cute. He's like a legend. So Washington, yeah. D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, to just like hear the origin stories of music that I love was just like, man, so very cool. They kind of like invented DIY, like mm-hmm. the $5 punk rock yep. show. That was them. Yep, yep, yep. So you must have been so happy being a lover of punk rock mm-hmm. for one of the leaders of punk rock to tell you that you're working for one of the most punk rock things you could be working for. <laughs> yes, Full circle. Yes. Isn't that Full, fucking cool? Yeah, Full circle. it was so very cool. So very cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Do you have a... um? Can anything come to mind where it's like, what was one of your most like awkward? Because like we said, being in the makeup room, mm-hmm. I mean, you're de- you're dealing with somebody who's dealing who's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like and you kind of have to be the mediator in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to make them feel calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is is there an awkward experience or one of the most uncomfortable or put you in a weird position that you can remember yeah it it happens more so than not um i mean i don't want to spill okay. everybody's beans yeah. but um yeah there's times where people are you can just tell that they're not comfortable in their own skin and yeah um i constantly have to go to my places where i feel that within myself to find the compassion to be like okay well maybe we'll try it this way or maybe it's more comfortable if you do it yourself than me doing it and mm-hmm. and, and respecting those boundaries that someone has but uh, yeah it happens more so than not like i think um people who are performers are the most insecure mm-hmm. but most brave people you will ever meet they're so brave mm-hmm. to sit in front of a room of 30 people who are watching them f- perform you know it's like the it's really really brave thing to do so um, but also so insecure yeah yeah it's so like insecure. that need to like push through mm-hmm. for that second of like for yourself to feel brave like, yeah I'm just thinking of my own self being yeah like, I'm so fucking insecure but, but it's true getting on stage and then I should applaud myself and be like you should I am brave yeah but that's where mastery comes from, yeah. I think. Like because the more you you do something, you just become a master of your craft, mm-hmm. and and there's no real school for your blueprints, right? It's like the ten thousand yeah. hours theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, exactly. So mm-hmm. you should be. Well, if I were to <clears throat> have to perform and I had makeup done by you beforehand, I think it would soothe my soul. Oh, thank you. I it appreciate would soothe that. Soothe my soul. I would, and I bet you do that for people. <laughs> On top of making people look. Well, Eric Andre show crazy or beautiful or whatever they need to be. I bet they feel good after it too. Well, I my I kind of feel like the my makeup room has to feel like my home. Like I have to. It's important to me that people feel like they're coming to my house because um, I I want them to have the best experience while they're in my chair, let alone while they're on set. Because we spend, we're we're on set sometimes for 14, 15 hours a day. You're with mm-hmm. the same people. It's, it's you're away from your real family, the people that really matter to you. So if there's at least one room that feels comfortable for you, then I want it to feel the way, that way. You Perfect. Know? When, um, we're going to start to wrap her up. Yeah, <clears throat> I like, because I like that. Yeah, <clears throat> thank I like you. That. Thank you. 
Do you hate? <laughs> I'm like, really, we're wrapping it do up. Do you hate? Who do you hate? Yeah. <laughs> Cut to like five hours later. I'm like, but wait. So do you hate She's it? She's still when... describing the vagina from a half hour ago. That was. <laughs> <laughs> um, when somebody, this is such a stupid question that I should even ask off do mic. You, but you I'll, could, do all all right, right. I'll do it on mic. I'll do it on mic. It's just, it's like so basic too. I'm just thinking about like, do you hate when um, somebody like an artist comes to the makeup room and they already like have their makeup done or do you prefer a fresh face? I know this is so, I only say this, I know this is so random, but like if I'm doing something, and you, you know, there's a makeup artist and I don't want, I always feel like I'm like undermining them mm-hmm. and I don't want to make, I don't want to ha- make them feel that way, mm-hmm. but because I'm my insecure, my own OCDs, mm-hmm. Like, I'll, like, do my own mascara or, like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like they can't, they'll never pull it off like I can. <laughs> so, like. That's a real thing. It is a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. Like, s- s- some things are very particular about yeah. your face that you're with your face every single day. Yeah. So, my beef really would come from, like, a makeup artist who only practices on their own face. Because. Right. You, you should be able to do any type of skin, any type of coloring, any type of eyebrow shape, all of those things you should be able to be very versed in. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to somebody who's comes in with mascara um, or a full face, I I love it because you, you yeah because you're that you're with it every single yeah. day you're gonna know it better than I I got three seconds to figure it out totally whereas you've been there every single day right so I embrace stuff like that yeah I yeah. think it's helpful when like the makeup artist is like um do you have any like there's like a conversation mm-hmm. I mean I worked on this show once where like like I have. Again, about me. God, I'm so embarrassing. This no, is you're so fine. embarrassing. No, you're good. Like I have, re- <laughs> I have really deep wrinkles in my forehead. <laughs> I do. Tell me more. I, <laughs> I know this is very captivating, <laughs> but I have very deep wrinkles in my forehead. I'm yeah. so fucking no, annoying. Just get it out. <laughs> and I, so I can't wear like foundation, mm-hmm. like cream foundation, because it'll literally just, get stuck mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And like. So I worked on the show once where the makeup, I it was my fault. I learned later that I didn't explain this to her when she was putting foundation on me, cream foundation. Like I was letting her do her thing. Then cut to now we're filming mm-hmm. and the director literally has to stop every five minutes and, mm. and go, Megan, fix Megan's forehead. Megan shiny, <laughs> Megan shiny. So literally I'm this shiny, sweaty girl who like the makeup artist that literally has to be standing right there off camera, get ready to like powder my forehead. So by the end of the day, I had like my forehead build up. had so much buildup that I looked like I was wearing old people stage makeup. I literally looked like I, like I drew in lines on my forehead. And because oh I felt like insecure to like say anything to the makeup artist, mm-hmm. like... I just like, I was like, well, they know what they're doing. I'll just let it be. And then when I saw the footage, I was like, oh my God. Like, I look like I'm wearing stage age makeup. <laughs> it's so fucking embarrassing. And so anyway, that was my own little lesson because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, now I know that like, yeah. I know my face better than. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's you what know. we're learning today. Our, we're with our face yes. the most. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what we learned from all of this <laughs> is we're with our face the most. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's end it there. <laughs> We're with our fans of us. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you guys for letting me be here. This was amazing. Can I come back? Oh yes. my god! Oh, bring makeup. We'll do makeup on Megan. Okay. <laughs> bring old lady makeup. We'll yes. bring old lady. We'll see how far we can take this build up. <laughs> god, the build up. <sighs> Golden, is there anything that do you want to promote? Anything, or do you want to like anything you want to put out to the public? To the public? I to the peeps? Want to put out your gram? You have a good gram. You do have a great oh, gram. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's Golden Sunshine. Shine with a Y. Uh, goldensunshine.com watch the Tim Robinson show on Netflix when you get a chance for your consideration it's hysterical yeah, I need to really, watch really it good. please do good luck at the Emmys thank you oh my god thank you good guys. luck at the Emmys thank you guys I'll come back after we'll talk about it who are you bringing as your date my mommy yay yeah, yeah. You're Impossible gonna be, not to love you. You're going to be emotional. <laughs> you're going to be so emotional. Yeah, no mascara that day. No way. Yeah, no way. No way. <laughs> Golden, I love you so much. I love you too. Thanks for coming. Thank you guys. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.